What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Peak Cinema Podcast. It's your boy, Connor, here with Cole and Giancarlo, back at it again. Uh, got a really interesting movie that we're going to talk about today, uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, this was directed by a guy named Michael uh, Showalter, I think is his name. Uh, not too big of a director, uh, I don't think. I think he did like the big sick. That's the only thing I can think I mean, of. That's a pretty big movie. <laughs> yeah. That's like the only movie, I think. Oh. I think he's done like a lot of TV stuff, but that's like the only movie I can think of. Interesting. Um, so, really intriguing movie. Um, so I'm going to get right into it. Uh, for me, this movie uh, was way... I didn't have a lot of expectations going into the movie. I had zero idea who Tammy Faye was. I don't know if y'all did. Do y'all have any idea who no. she was? No. Anything? Not a clue. Yeah. Uh, this is before I. This is before our time, really. Uh, she was a uh, '80s, like '70s, '80s, I guess is when she was like really big. Uh, so I had zero idea what to expect, what the movie was going to be about, I, except from what I took from the trailer, which I thought was okay. Um, but man, Jessica Chastain fucking killed it. Uh, I give the movie for me an eight and a half out of ten. That may be the best yeah. review you've given on the podcast, actually. No, no, Pig, Pig oh, was. Oh, I forgot about Pig. Yeah, Pig was Pig, Pig was good. Yeah. Pig was good. So yeah. that's that's definitely my top one for the year so far. But yeah, uh, what about y'all, Giancarlo? Yeah, I uh, yeah, it was a great movie. I uh, I think I have to give it a nine out of ten for this one. For sure. Nine. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. High. Yeah, super yeah. high. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well deserved. Agreed. Yeah, she, I mean. Yeah. Her back's got to hurt, bro, because she carried that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Cole, what about you, man? I thought it was really good. I, I loved it. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised by how much I loved it. Yeah, And right? I thought the trailer looked good, and I was... I would say that I was excited. I was semi excited for it. I like Andrew Garfield. Uh, mm -hmm. Same. And the the vibes I got from the trailer from him in this movie was very similar to um, what was that war movie that he was in where he was the the pacifist. Hacksaw Ridge. Yes, gave me similar yeah. like his acting was very similar vibes to me from what I got in the trailer. Uh -huh. um, so anyway, you know, just kind of like a like a southern boy i guess you know like the accent and stuff um i i thought Which i will that, say he nails the accent the southern oh, accent pretty well honestly 100%, yeah. yeah 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 i i, I was a fan of of uh his acting in this movie obviously this is a jessica chastain movie and not an andrew garfield mm. movie but uh yeah i thought it was really good and uh i i'm gonna stick with uh eight and a half Eight. Oh, dang. So from yesterday. This when we watched it yesterday, I gave it a seven and a half, but I slept on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh -huh. I'm feeling good about yeah. eight and a half. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Eight and a half. That's that's what I said yesterday too, and I I'm sticking with it, man. It's uh really good in my opinion. And what I think is really interesting is uh just kind of how mixed it is. Um. So, like, IMDb has it as, like, a 7.1 out of 10. Mm -hmm. uh, but then when you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 65% critic score 
and an eighty three percent audience score as of as of right now. Eighty three anyway. is pretty good. And yeah. Now, here's so what's, here's what's crazy though is that it could still be nominated for best picture. Oh yeah. You know, I even mean, with the sixty three percent Rotten Tomatoes, they could still yeah. be nominated for best picture. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh, which I think is very interesting, but I think it's so far this year. I think it's pretty. It's pretty well deserved. I would say. Yeah, I can't think of like a whole lot of like haymakers out there. Like besides like Pig, like there's not like a bunch of like truly phenomenal movies that I think have come out. And I think this one with just the acting and how how they all are. Yeah. It, probably right now I'd put this in my Oscar nom category, but we have a lot coming out this year still. So. It's not Oscar season yet, but it looks like it's getting started now, huh? I, this, I think, this is the start. I think so. Yeah, it's definitely an early hitter trying to get the trying to get the head start on the Oscar. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, campaign. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah, before before Dune gets released, right? That's <laughs> Hopefully, the, that's the that's the <laughs> heavy hitter. Hopefully. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, you know, really interesting movie, really good at acting. Um, I really want to kind of just jump into it. So uh, I think we're going to skip on over to the spoiler part yeah. now. So if uh, if you don't want to hear the spoilers, if you want to take what we've said so far and watch the movie, just come back and listen to the rest of the podcast after you've seen it. Um, so getting right into it. Here's something that I didn't know. Here, here's my little secret uh, that I found out about today. Uh, this movie is based off a documentary with the same name. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I thought I'd seen out... at the beginning that it was based off of a book, maybe. I thought that that's what I saw, but maybe I got that mixed up with documentary. Yeah. So, it's a documentary that came out in, like, the early 2000s. And huh. it had, like, <clears throat> same name, and it's, you know, like, the same sort of thing about how, like, Tammy Faye's, like... <clears throat> yeah, she's mixed up in all this bullshit and stuff, but, like, at, at her core, she's still, like, you know, a good person, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I thought that was interesting, uh, especially that it keeps the same beat as the documentary is what people are saying. Huh. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, did I... Did a... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I didn't know if the documentary went into, like, more detail or i guess the same amount of detail as the the movie did as far as like their personal lives and like behind the scenes kind of action or was it more just kind of like based off of just what the media was presenting do you know uh i have not seen documentary so I, i'm not sure um, but i'm sure it goes into more more depth because i mean this is just a you know retelling of the story so I, i'm sure the documentary has a lot more that goes into it which which I really want to watch now because the story's fucking wild. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. It's pretty. Crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah. This, this makes me want to go watch the documentary and read up more about the bakers and, and see uh, what all was actually going on. Because, yeah, shit's wild. Yeah. I had always seen like the Seven Hundred Club show like show up like on like TV listings and everything like that. Like growing up, I literally had no idea what it was, mm. and then. To now know that it was a religious show on a, I guess, religious network. I guess I thought I had always seen it like on, like one of those local channels like or something kind of, like that. It seems like a show that'd be on sort of, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, like ABC Family kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and to know and to know that the that Rob, I think it was like Rob Pattinson or something like that, was like yeah. hosting it for like all these years after 
after John Baker. Baker. Yeah, after Jim Baker left. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. still hosting it for years and years and years afterwards. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the movie said that he was still hosting it today, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think uh-huh. so. Yeah, I think I think that was yeah. mentioned. Yeah. So. <sighs> so let me ask you all this. How accurate do we think the movie is? Based I mean, off, off of real life. Stuff that Based off I mean, of real life. I mean, I'm sure they have, like, the key details down, like, yeah. to, a, to a key, you know? Like, uh, how, like, they got backstabbed at the end by that one, like, super uh, the conservative Christian guy. Yeah, yeah, the Baptist dude. Who, by the way, I mean, you couldn't ask for, like, a better casting for someone <laughs> like that. Uh, what's his, He's the guy that he plays fucking... Um, uh, Kingpin and the Daredevil series on yeah. Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. Vincent uh, Diana Frio or something like that. Uh, so fucking good, bro. Uh, but I, I, I'm sure like everything's like down to a T, like accurate. Except maybe you know exactly like how. What do you, sh- how I mean, like well, okay, you. okay. So like let's let's just look at this story from like an outside perspective of people who like I, I mean I don't know anything about them. I don't know if mm-hmm. y'all do, but like from an outside perspective, like you see. Like, something had to have been dramatized, right? Like, what part of this movie was dramatized? Do you think that she was really, like, a bastard child? And do you really think yeah, that but... she snuck into the church and, like, <laughs> you know, had a had mm-hmm. a, a, a coming with, with, with God? Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm that sure was that's dramatized. Probably how she likes to, I'm sure that's how she likes to remember it, you know, of her, you know, being introduced into you know, the church community and everything like that. Yeah. But, you know, highly, highly doubt it. I, it went I, that way, exactly. I, I talked to my mom about this yesterday, about this, like, she didn't know we were going to see it, and so I just told her what the movie was about, and she said that she, like, had family, or had friends whenever she was growing up that watched, uh, that watched the the Bakers and their their mm-hmm. television sh- network. Um, yeah. And it was so crazy that, that they also, like, she also, like, donated money, like, not my mom, but, like, this people's family like also donated money and stuff to them um mm. so I, I think that's pretty crazy but like i mean i think that that's like i mean if you look at the like shows from the 90s and stuff like when i was a kid i remember watching uh, we didn't have cable so i remember watching channel 13 pbs you know and mm-hmm. uh every time there'd be like an ad break or something like near the end of the ad break they'd be asking for you to call in and pledge a donation for your local you know news station and stuff like that so i yeah. think that maybe like at the time like that was like a, a w- i mean obviously it was a way of stations getting their money and if you're gonna be these people that like follow the bakers like people do today with like social media people mm-hmm. i mean they're gonna do the they're same kind influencers of, things. of their time oh 100 yeah. percent, they were yeah. they, they were that's... ahead of their time they were yeah. ahead yeah. of their time yeah, and that's the thing. Back then, there wasn't internet for them, you know, to have any kind of, you know, instant news feed or do any research on them. You know, they were just seeing what they were seeing on TV. You know, that's just mm-hmm. all that they had to go off of. And that was a big thing in, like, the 70s, 80s, 90s, like, those telethons and, um, like, all the donations over the phone, like, the phone ringing with the lights on, people in the background answering phones and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, you could say that, you know, people got swindled, which obviously they did. But that was just the norm of that day, you know? So I just thought that that's crazy how they just kind of used that time error to take advantage of people. Because, I mean, what you see on TV is what you get in the household. So Yeah, it's crazy. And 
I mean, it's wild. I mean, that that would never work today in this day. No. Because there would never no. be someone who could just reel in money well, like that. Well, you want to hear something crazy? <laughs> after we What's left up? the movies, after we left the movies yesterday, I looked up uh, one of them, Jim Baker, and uh-huh. as as recent as June twenty twenty third, twenty twenty one, he had a lawsuit against him at his church. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't really look into uh-huh. it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Jim Baker and his Southwestern Missouri church will pay a restitution of $156,000 to settle a lawsuit that accuses the TV pastor of falsely claiming a health supplement that could cure COVID. No fucking (laughs) way, dude. No way he's... Dude, he was a... Oh, man. Okay, towards the end of the movie, right? He was supposed to be sentenced to 120 fucking years in prison. How the hell does he get out? And you're telling me he's getting out and he's fucking selling people... A fucking cure for COVID that doesn't work. Yeah, they're horse tranquilizer. Oh. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> horse to wormer. A hearse yeah, warmer. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Dipped uh, in bleach. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he's he's still doing the same bullshit that he was doing 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Um, and who knows? Maybe he actually believed that it was actually like a like that would stop you from getting COVID. But like, just learn your lesson, dude. Like, you're not you're not gonna swindle people no. again you already you, and he got out of it the first time like he didn't have to serve any time yeah he served like a couple of years and was out it's that's wild. what i'm saying it is wild it's absolutely insane but uh, they said he got out in what to 2007 or something like that or that's when uh, that's tammy like faye had passed away yeah. Oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah um yeah i'm not too sure but that's this this is crazy um yeah Back to the movie though, uh, that like Andrew Garfield and Jessica Chastain, they both kill it with the acting. Yeah, yeah. The whole the yeah. whole cast, honestly, everyone that they had casted for the movie, they all worked extremely well together. Like every single character, down to like the assistant, the person who played like Gary, you know, the person who uh, Tammy Faye had a little uh, intimate moment with, you know, it was just uh-huh. like the producer. Just, oh yeah, hundred percent. The whole mm-hmm. the whole cast was. It was well casted, I guess I should oh, say, yeah. um, all the way around. I think everybody worked well together and everyone played their part phenomenally. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect all the way around for me as far as the casting went, for sure. Yeah, like no one had to be in it. Like you didn't have to go into like the super big backstory of all these supporting characters, and you just knew. Mm-hmm. You just knew who they were going to be. You like you you knew that uh, the the big Baptist guy Jerry something uh, was going to be a dick. You knew uh, that jim baker's assistant you know he was gonna be like the hush kind of guy like you know keeping everything quiet on the down low for all their shenanigans and stuff and uh i i just yeah whoever cast this they just did a terrific job uh and if there was a casting uh nomination for oscars they should get it but yeah agreed (laughs) agreed so so far so far so far so far Yeah, yeah yeah um well, even if this movie doesn't get nominated for Best Picture, I do think there's a lot of acting nominations that it it deserves, uh, and probably will maintain throughout the uh, the Oscar season here. Um, now, another thing that was just impeccable about the movie that I thought was just like the design, like the set pieces, the wardrobe. I mean, Tammy Faye's makeup, obviously. Like, yeah, that was a big one for sure. The makeup all the way throughout, even on get Andrew Garfield, just kind of giving him more of a because he's just he's a slender guy, so mm-hmm. just giving him more of like a little bit of a thicker face. I guess he was more of a 
don't think he was a heavy set guy, but just more of a yeah, more fat, more chubby in the face. Like, yeah, he, he bigger cheeks. On. Yeah, yeah. The, like the bigger cheeks and like the heavier eyebrows, stuff like that. Um, mm. down to like the hair and everything like that. The makeup was definitely on point for sure. Yeah, and like throughout the time of the movie, like as the movie progressed, obviously we, we go years and years over. The, mm. Honestly, mm-hmm. over the course of this entire movie, we what we go over like almost twenty years, just about. I mean, we yeah. go over a long period of time huh. in this movie. I mean, over her whole life, basically. Yeah, you know? and so yeah. whenever you see them together at the beginning, obviously they're like college kids and they're cute and mm-hmm. young, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then whenever we get near the end, whenever they're, you know, like like they're done for, like they know they're done for, and mm-hmm. like the wrinkles on Andrew Garfield's face, like you, like I mean, they're just old, you know, like his hair is graying. Mm-hmm. And then Tammy Faye was like gaining weight. That was like, you know, like that they made a point to like show <laughs> that she was movie. putting out weight. Yeah. Putting mm-hmm. on weight and, uh, her getting like her makeup, just getting more and more ridiculous. Like, oh, like as time goes on, which I think is pretty typical for, uh, people who are, I guess in that kind of stature, they just think yeah. that they just need to cake on a bunch of makeup and it just gets mm-hmm. worse and worse and worse the older they get. And she got really old and didn't really pay out in her favor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will say this, though. You can also tell the difference of uh, Jim Baker's makeup getting progressively older or worse as time goes on, but a lot faster progressive or progressively getting older yeah, uh, than Tammy Faye because of all the stress and everything like that that he's under because he kind of knows a little mm-hmm. bit of like what's actually going down behind like the church and the business and all that stuff. So you can see where they're kind of, uh, I think it's going to be like maybe like mid eighties, but it's kind of like a high point for them. Tammy Faye still looks, you know, decent, probably like mid twenties, mid thirties or something like that. But he looks like he's definitely well into like his forties, like much grayer hair, a lot more wrinkles, a little bit chubbier, stuff like that. So I did like how they did that for him for sure. He definitely uh, aged a lot quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they keep it believable throughout the whole movie. You know, like it's you know, there's nothing that like really stands out, like and kind of like takes you out of it uh, as they're aging. Like it looks, it looks normal. Yeah. So, um, let me ask you guys this: What do you think about best actor, best actress noms for this movie? Well, I mean, obviously Jessica Chastain gets a best actress nom. One thousand percent, she does. I mean, this is her movie, so maybe. So so mm-hmm. so, do you put Andrew Garfield as the best supporting actor in this? I mean, they're yeah. Pretty, I don't know like, how they were going to categorize that because they. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. both essentially have equal screen time, but for sure, Andrew Garfield is more of a supporting actor yeah. for Tammy Faye's story because yeah, the movie's named after her, so it's her. I would think obviously, movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of being you know the the co star. Well, I guess I guess you could say co-star, but definitely more of a supporting role for him, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like I could definitely see some people like eventually beating out Andrew Garfield for like a best actor spot. Um, supporting actor, though, I think so far this year, I think he's got it. A supporting actor, I think he's got that. As far as just a nom? No, no, just no, a... no, no. A dub. Oh, a dub. Okay. I think that, yeah. If he gets a best supporting nom. Like, if the movie, if the Oscar season ended today, I think that he would get the Best Supporting Actor nom, or, or dub. And I think that Jessica Chastain would get the Best Actor dub. What about, yeah, for uh, sure. There's not a lot to compete Alex, with right now. What about Alex Wolf? Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh-huh. But I think that I, 
his character Alex Wolf's character in Pig did not I don't think it was um you know I loved Pig. I love uh-huh. Pig. It's my movie of the year so far. Love Pig. But Same. I think that he is not as like he's not acting as hard to be that character as Andrew Garfield's acting to be the, to be Jim Baker. Jim Baker. I think. Mm. I think personally. Yeah. More chops, more chops, and you know, more acting chops yeah. to play Jim Baker than it was to play that kid. In I Pig, feel that. I think. I feel that. So I yeah. think it deserves a little bit more of a of a nom because because see that's how good that's how good he was as the character is that we had to discuss whether he was a supporting actor or the main act like or like a actor nom. I think so at least mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So I mean I I. All the way down the list. I mean, every character that was in it, they they played their part well. They looked their part. Everyone's accents were down to a T, you know? Uh, yeah, Jessica Chastain's just like her high-pitched voice and her accent throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire movie. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Just so good. Because, yeah, yeah. like, Tammy Faye's, like, from Minnesota. Is like, where Minnesota? the beginning of the movie starts when she's a kid. Mm-hmm. Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah, you definitely, yeah. definitely hear that northern oh, accent absolutely. in her yeah, voice. Every it's single just... word that comes out. It's it's so, so good. good. Yeah. So, I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see her potentially win. Because I don't think she's won an Oscar. Yeah, I have no idea. I think she's just been Oscar nominated. I don't think I can tell you many things that she's in other than Zero Dark Thirty. I think. I think that was the only thing that she got nominated for, but she didn't win. Probably. So. Yeah. That sounds about yeah. right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it won Best Picture and all that stuff, but she didn't get the, the actress. Yeah. So, she was in, like, uh, what was that poker game? Molly's Game. Uh, no? Molly's yeah. Game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Miss Sloan as well, too. Hadn't seen that. Oh, yeah, Miss Sloan. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any yeah. of those movies, so. She was... Uh... Interstellar. She's uh, Matthew McConaughey's yes. daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, but, yeah, yeah. That's a very that well. small role at the very end of the. She saved. She saves the fucking world. Cole. That's what's, <laughs> how is that a small <laughs> world? Murph. Wasn't that her name? Murph. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Murph, that sounds yeah. right. Murph. So, uh, so yeah. So super excited to see if if she wins because I can't. I. I mean, I can't think of another like big female led movie. It's this is out. this is last year's uh, promising young woman. Oh, dude! Mm. dude promising young woman's so good. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, relative to yeah. like the same kind of scope of a uh, a a big, amazing movie with an actress mm. as the lead. Yeah. Same vibe, I would say. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Um. Yeah, now, I, now one thing I guess I would knock the movie on is, like, the like the story isn't, like, uh, like, the things that happen in the story are wild and crazy, but, like, the story itself is, like, you know, you have, like, the rise to fame and then the, you know, the fall, like, not, not anything, like, too crazy there when it comes to actual, like, plot lines. Just how it happens is crazy. Yeah, um, just just the, the story itself is, is crazy what it is, because, I mean, you can compare the same storyline to you know wolf of wall street going from nothing getting fame super rich and then getting taken down at the end you know i've seen it before but just the the story itself was yeah the crazy part about it yeah um mm-hmm. 
I thought uh, I thought the script and dialogue and everything though was great. Um, even for it just being like an adapted screenplay, you know, I think it could still get potentially a nom for that as well too for an adapted screenplay. But oh yeah, um, oh, yeah the, di- the dialogue, yeah. yeah, the dialogue all the way throughout though was great. There was nothing that was like something you didn't need to hear. There was no parts where they should have been talking, anything like that. So I, I thought dialogue overall was was good too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they would have gone into a little bit more of like um, the how the makeup was getting like more extravagant year over year. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. like this is the first tattooed. thing they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the permanent lip liner. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't uh, show the scene of her making the decision to get all that. So yeah, yeah, like like the very first thing that happens in the movie is like it's when she's old and they're like trying to get her face like trying to wipe her face off so they can put. Whatever she's on, I think that singing thing she was doing at the end of the movie, uh, trying try, trying to redo her makeup, and she's explaining how like it's permanent, like her lashes are permanent, like that's her, that's her face, that's like people aren't gonna want to watch her without that. And I I really don't think like they make it a big point at the beginning of the movie, and then they just don't talk about the makeup like at all. Yeah, like, but, they they all, but they all joke. Yeah, they all make fun of her for it, and obviously it's a sore point in her life that she yeah is so self-conscious that she has to wear the makeup all the time. It's just mm. part of her. It's just part of her act or just part of who she is. I guess one of the two, we don't really know. Yeah. Do we, I mean, was it all an act no. was the way she acts and like it, on the show an act. There's no telling, yeah. you know? No. Um, yeah, but that's just one of the things I would like to see in a movie, you know, cause yeah. it's not, uh, you know, it's not the documentary, right? So you can add something to it. So like if they would have just had something of like her making a decision to like do the permanent stuff, then that, I think that would have been cool and added more depth. Maybe not more depth. I mean the movie was already a little bit long. I mean it was two hours yeah. and like fifteen minutes I think, mm-hmm. and I don't think we really could have. There really wasn't much else we needed added on to it. I don't think. Uh, not that like a scene like that would make it so much longer, but um, yeah, I felt like it still would have been a good storyline to go through as far as like where she ends up like overdosing and you know getting into like all this like crazy stuff of yeah. you know like mm-hmm. taking pills and just just kind of it growing to like the turning point of everything kind of going downhill for them i still think it would have been an interesting you know storyline to kind of go through yeah so, mm-hmm. i think that was a missed opportunity that's fair, that's fair. but still amazing yeah. but still amazing yeah <laughs> still great i mean like the things we're knocking is like just like just minute little things you know? oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm so I mean, overall, it's a it's a great movie. Um, it's definitely one that I think you should, you know, go go and try to watch and see. Um, if not for the story being absolutely batshit, but just to see Jessica Chastain, you know, kill it as uh, Tammy Faye. Um, so yeah, I mean, any other like remarks that we want to talk about for this movie? I'm all good. I I would highly recommend yeah. going to see this movie. Um, I mean, this is not like a movie that you have to go see in the movie theater. Uh, there's nothing crazy about right. it. Uh, there's nothing yeah. like so extravagant that you have to sit in a movie theater to watch it to enjoy it. This is like a drama movie, and you care a lot about what they're talking about and stuff. So I think that the, you don't necessarily need to go out to the movie theater to watch this movie, but you should definitely contribute money to watch it to some like to the director you know like 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 yeah. rent the movie yeah, rent the sure. movie pay for it somehow to uh-huh. show that we want movies that are good you know that are good yeah like absolutely this, you know yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely not a cinematic experience, but just for the story and, you know, acting, everything like that. I I do like that. It, I will say this, it was still a cinematic experience just because of the acting. It does kind of transcend you into like the story and just Mm -hmm. kind of like pulls you in deeper. Like, man, these people are crazy or you feel bad or, you know, just kind of, you know, overall it it, it does, it definitely does pull you into the story. So I think the acting does still kind of give you a cinematic experience per se, but nothing super flashy or crazy so that's big set pieces you know i mean that that as well too you know so big acting big set pieces big wardrobe big hair so yeah Yeah. you know uh so yeah so i think i think that's really it go go see it if you can if i don't think it's streaming on any so uh you can rent it maybe online but that's probably about it for home use um so that's it for uh the eyes of tammy faye uh, if you liked this video or podcast, wherever you're watching us on, you know, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, uh, comment to us, tell us what you, what bad takes we had, what good takes we had. If we want us to elaborate any more on anything, we'd love to chat. So, uh, <clears throat> other than that, see y'all.